A horror season and three years of COVID has left one of our biggest ski field operators on thin ice and taxpayers potentially $15 million out of pocket. Ruapehu Alpine Lifts that operates Whakapapa in Tūroa ski fields and employs 196 staff went into voluntary administration yesterday. It's already had two government loans totalling $15 million and has been turned down for another taxpayer-funded bailout. While joining us now is Paul Anderson, CEO of NZ Ski that runs Coronet Peak, the Remarkables and Mount Hutt Fields. Kia ora, Paul. Kia ora, Lisa. Did you see this one coming? Oh, yeah, you can see that they're in financial difficulty, I I guess. You know, they've had a really tough time through the pandemic and um, I really feel for them having this very tough snow season this year. Uh, we know we know that a lot of the staff very well and we're, we're very sad to hear the news that they've opted to go into voluntary administration. They did cite, obviously, COVID and the ongoing restriction, also of lack of snow, but do you reckon there's more to it? No, look, I, I think they're the fundamental reasons. Um, you know, it, it's, it's hard for any tourism business to trade through the couple of years we've had with COVID um, and then to be dealt a really poor hand for this year is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the perfect storm, I think, as, as has already been reported. Do you reckon that they face any more bureaucratic challenges um, where they are than you guys do down south? You know, I, I don't know enough about um, what goes on in that area. Um, I know they have recently had one of their concessions renewed um, and that led to a big investment at the Whakapapa side. Um, and, you know, that, that's what I think, you know, whenever I'm having discussions with the Department of Conservation and other regulatory authorities, I'm, I really insist on the fact that any operator needs some certainty and, and needs to have tenure to be able to invest with confidence. What does this mean for the greater industry? You know, is there actually room for North, North Island ski fields? Uh, look, yeah, I think there is, and I, they, they do play a very important role in the industry. Uh, for us, they stimulate that Auckland and Wellington market, and, you know, they, they get massive numbers on their good days, particularly in the weekends and the holidays. They're a really critical part of our industry, and, and we really hope that uh, administrators find a way to trade through and get the company back on its feet. So do you see them as a bit of a feeder, Paul? Aucklanders go down there, get a bit of a taste for it, and then go further afield? Yeah, look, some of them do. Some of them just love going there all the time. You know, the, you've, you've got lifers who will go to Whakapapa and Tara. I actually learned how to ski at Whakapapa. It's a wonderful place. Um, but many of them do come down here. Um, the ski industry is interesting. Uh, I, I learned very quickly coming into it that the better we all do, then the better we all do, if you know what I mean. You know, the, the rising tide, if we can have more people skiing and enjoying the, the beautiful mountains that we've got to offer, as an industry, we're better off. So that's why we're really sad from our perspective to hear the news. Well, given that they are on shaky ground, I mean, what kind of market is there for someone to come in and run a ski field? Are you interested? So we've got our own um, expansion opportunities we're focused on down here in the Southern Lakes. Um, and I haven't, I, I, I'm not privy to the financial information or um, any of the operating information from RAL, so it's really hard for me to comment on that. They've got like, uh, what, 190 odd staff, I think it is. Do you have room for any of them where you are? 
Oh, look, there, there'd be no no um, shortage of positions for scary and staff, but I think um, I, I, I would have thought the administrators would do everything they can to keep on trading. Um, it's very difficult to pick up assets and move them somewhere else. They're far more valuable in the position they are at the moment. And we always have poor seasons from time to time. And we know that after a poor season, quite often there's a good season. So, you know, I, I, I don't think all is lost. Does it give you pause for thought? I mean, we've had a few listeners who are all texting in saying, hey, climate's getting warmer. Um, other ski fields could go the same way. You know, we may need to look at other um, sporting and tourism opportunities. Do you stop and think about that and what's happened to them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, climate adaptation is is fundamental to all our future business planning because when we invest, we're investing in infrastructure that's very long-lived, so, you know, 30 to 50 years. Um, And to give you an idea of our confidence in the southern ski areas, we've, we've invested in three chairlifts in the last four years, so we're really confident that we will keep on operating. That doesn't mean that the weather patterns won't become more variable, and we'll have to continue our investment in snowmaking to make sure we can secure the season for our guests. Hey, one other thing, Paul. Obviously, it's been noted that um, this company got around $15 million in government loans, and knowing what you do about running costs and all the rest of it, would that not be enough to get you through a couple of rough seasons? As I said, like, I don't know their financials. Um, I, I do know for us, we're really fortunate to be owned by a local family who's really passionate about what we do and is a really heavy investor and, and has also got other diversified interests. So, you know, as we went into the COVID pandemic, I, I felt some comfort that we had some strength backing us and we could get our way through three or four poor seasons. Thanks for your insights. Really appreciate your time. That's Paul Anderson, who is the CEO of NZ Ski.